This is the primal scream of a dying regime. Pray for our enemies, because we're going medieval on these people. You're just not got a free shot all these networks lying about the people. The people have had a belly full of it. I know you don't like hearing that. I know you try to do everything in the world to stop that, but you're not going to stop it. It's going to happen. And where do people like that go to share the big line? MAGA media. I wish in my soul, I wish that any of these people had a conscience. Ask yourself, what is my task and what is my purpose? If that answer is to save my country, this country will be saved. War Room. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. This was a moment of impact, courtesy of a single missile from an F-22 Raptor. Senior administration officials tell NBC News that not only was this the safest way to do it for the balloon to pass over water, but that it also improves the likelihood of collecting all of the intact material for the sake of our intelligence gathering. At the same time, those officials said that knowing where the balloon was going helped them adequately protect against potential Chinese intelligence gathering. Predictably, however, Republicans who spent the better part of the last week thinking they finally had one, demanding the balloon be blown out of the sky to protect Americans, they proved they wouldn't be happy with any outcome, turning the incident into another one of their partisan food fights. Watch. They can now message to Taiwan, uh, our allies and others that on top of Afghanistan, uh, America is a declining power and they can't even stop one of our most basic surveillance tools, a balloon. The president taking it down over the Atlantic is sort of like the quarterback, sort of like tackling the quarterback after the game is over. What began as a spy balloon has become a trial balloon testing President Biden's strength and resolve. And unfortunately, the president failed that test. Uh, and that's dangerous for the American people. Good one, Tom. Now, in their haze to blame President Joe Biden to make the whole thing a metaphor for his presidency, not strong enough, not fast enough. Republicans suggested that okay. Donald Trump never okay. would have let. Can you imagine? Can you imagine? Can you imagine listening to that all the time? Can you imagine? Um, and by the way, she got blood on her hands. She was out with on the Bush, uh, the Bush uh, hunter every day, lying to the American people about Iraq and Afghanistan, lying to the American people. Last time we were in a situation like this, like she sits there every day and lies about the Ukraine war, with fifty thousand, sixty thousand now Ukrainian civilians are dead. Um, just remember, everything's happy talk until we get. All we want to see is the timeline. When it came across the Aleutian airspace around the twenty eighth. It hit into the uh, Idaho-Canadian border, into the lower 48 on the 31st. We don't think that Austin was brought into the loop to the first or the second. At least he says so. At a, at a, at a, he was in Manila, I think. Talked about this you know, late night, in the middle of the night conference call with Millie and these folks. It was all Tom Cotton got to. It was all to keep it suppressed, make sure nothing, nobody knew anything, until Blinken got on the plane on Friday afternoon to get to Beijing, which would arrive essentially Sunday morning, right? Sunday morning their time, to start to have his meetings before the laptop from Hell Investigation starts next week with Comer, the first uh, group he's bringing in is FBI, you know, Baker, the former general counsel of the FBI, to talk about why they suppressed the laptop from Hell in, uh, in, at Twitter of getting the story out. 
because they want to sit there and they rub up on each other and say what the great relationships are. I've shown you the Financial Times headline from Friday morning, which they lied to the Financial Times on Thursday afternoon. Didn't tell them. They got caught. They knew this was there. They knew it. And that, that's got to be the same. Those are the important issues. When the Gang of Eight and the House and Cotton and these guys get briefed, what we need to do is have them come forward and tell us exactly when they saw this in the Aleutian Islands and why did they keep it quiet. I think they kept it quiet even from Austin. You know, we're going to have Boris and Pasobic on here in a little while about this whole thing with Trump. Let's find out. Did Millie know this? They, they say Mattis. I don't think Mattis. I think it's a different timeline than Mattis. And somebody said it was because they didn't want uh, that Trump was too strong against the Chinese, the CCP. We've got to get to the bottom of all of it. If you impeach Trump over a perfect phone call with the poison dwarf uh, liar at the Ukraine all, all day long now, just inundated from the morning show, one story after the other of uh, what's happening in eastern Ukraine around Bakhmut. You know, people are tired. The troops are worn out. It's freezing cold. There's no power. They're getting pounded by the Russians. And now, hey, besides, instead of this big, let's go liberate Crimea, the talk ain't so big today. It's about, you know, the defense minister just came out and said, no, 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 I'm not fired. I'm not fired. That, you know, Zelensky's spinning that story, but I'm not fired. Everything's fine. People around him are fired for corruption and stealing uh, weapon systems and selling them to bad guys, taking the cash or just stealing the money right off the top. No, but I'm, I'm the defense minister's still there. So he says, people around Zelensky say he's gone. He's going to be fired. So total chaos. Does this remind you? Let me think. What does this remind me of? Is it Iraq, Afghanistan? Uh, 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 Vietnam. Yep. You ever read the best of the Bryce? Ever read the books on, the Viet- on Vietnam? Well, I told Zelensky when he came to Davos last year, we went to Davos in the first couple of, uh, first month of his, where uh, Davos is in the spring, went to Davos and, and uh, what Jonathan Swan interviewed him. And what did he say? Uh, but people don't know this, haven't, don't, have not read the memoirs. Of the Second World War, which, sir, yes, I have. And I told you, you should read one of the memoirs of Vietnam, the best and the brightest. And you should study a guy named President Diem. Diem. When, the, when, the, when the Kennedy administration was finished with him, they assassinated him. They, threw, they overthrew him, and then, it, you know, lo and behold, the CIA assassinated him. So, Zelensky, you better get focused. Because this thing is in cash right now, your lies and misrepresentations. And I'm sure tomorrow we've got uh, Congressman uh, Andrew Clyde with us. Congressman, what do you expect to see? You're going to be there tomorrow night for the uh, State of the Union from the Biden regime. What do you anticipate uh, you're going to hear, sir? Well, Steve, uh, thanks for having me on War Room. Uh, Honestly, I don't think there's anything that I'm going to hear there that I really want to hear. I want to hear accountability. I want to hear answers. I want to hear the truth. And I don't think I'm going to hear any of that. Um, so I think uh, that I can set the bar as low as I possibly can. And I don't even think the president's going to meet it. What do you have to, and by the way, I've, I've got to bring up this daily call. I want to get back to the CCP and the balloon. But uh, my staff showed me a piece in the daily caller exclusive uh about you and what you're trying to do with Senator Haggerty uh, down in Tennessee about home rule here. I mean, D.C. is about as lawless as you can get right now. Maybe only New York City is more lawless. Tell me what's happening right here. This is the most lawless, this is the the most lawless capital, right, unless you're in some war zone, uh, going. What are they trying to do right now to make it even more lawless, sir? 
Well, the D.C. Council actually passed a, a, a law, the Revised Criminal Code Act, and what they're doing with that particular piece of legislation is they are reducing the mandatory and maximum minimums for violent crime. Every violent crime on the books except for first-degree murder is being—the sentences are being reduced, and it's absolutely terrifying the, the citizens of Washington, D.C. You're right. Washington, D.C. has a huge crime problem, and the, the city council— passed this law, the mayor vetoed it, the city council overrode the mayor's veto. Uh, you know, for once, Mayor Bowser and I agree on, on something, and that is that this law does not need to go into effect. So now it's up to Congress to save Washington, D.C. from itself. And that's just an inexcusable um, uh, thing that the city council has done. So Congress is going to, this Thursday, I believe, we're going to have this bill up. It's a, uh, it's a, a joint resolution of, of disapproval. And that means that we are going to strike down this law. Congress has that authority under the Constitution. We have exclusive legislative authority over the city of Washington, D.C., our nation's capital. We want the capital to be a safe place where the constituents of all the members of Congress can come and visit their representative. And that's not the case. That's not what's happening. And this particular RCCA Act will only make things worse. So we've got to stop it. Congress has to stop it. But that doesn't it show you how out of control and and detached from reality the D.C. government is? The, would, wouldn't then you guys want to step in and take even – since we pay for it, shouldn't somebody insert themselves and say we've got to make this, – this place has to be rationally run? Because it's no. a disaster and it's a oh, disgrace. Oh. You're absolutely right. To me, this is just the first step that we need to, to go to take back the city from the liberals that have been running it, um, the socialists that have been running it for the last 40 years and making it an absolute disaster. I was just on, the, on, a, on a call with the, some of the DC residents just about an hour ago, and they're saying, hey, bring back um, you know, capital punishment here, bring back the death penalty because we don't have it. Uh, you know, bring back, uh, give us constitutional carry so we can protect ourselves. Uh, you know, this is the issue here in Washington, D.C., where citizens are fearful of, of just going out and walking in the streets, carjackings. You know, the, the, the sentences for carjackings, violent crimes are being drastically reduced. It's all that does is send the wrong message to criminals that says, you know, it's OK. Violent crime is OK. The, the, the city council is soft on crime. Uh, it's OK in Washington, D.C., and that's not that's not right. And we're going to stop it. Don't they? Aren't they also trying to move to have illegal, illegal aliens vote? I mean, every aspect of the imperial city's governance is out of control. Aren't they even trying to get illegal aliens to vote? Isn't that one aspect of one of the things they're trying to push? Uh, that's another law that they passed that Congress is going to have to deal with. You're absolutely right, Steve. Think about it. Uh, would you want Russia or China or North Korea or Iran, those people who are here, just the diplomatic folks who are not citizens of the United States, but, but you know, allegiance to foreign nations to have influence and to be able to vote in our capital city, much less the, the illegals that are pouring across our southern border? You know, last month, over a quarter of a million of them, those that are coming up here to Washington, D.C., now have an opportunity to vote in our nation's capital. Are you kidding? That's insane. And that's where the city council is right now. Again, Congress is going to have to 
step in and save the city from itself. And this is just going to be step one, you know, is going to be the uh, the revised criminal code act. Step two is going to be uh, stopping this law to allow illegals to vote. And then step three is going to have to be um, taking on this home rule act that was passed 40 years ago and uh, updating it, modernizing it and making sure that Congress reasserts itself uh, where the Constitution says we have exclusive legislative authority. Is there some time that you're somebody's got to get involved and find out how the treatment of these J6 prisoners? Is somebody going to review that, too, as they're reviewing everything? Because everything ought to be reviewed. The city's out of control. There's way too much money spent and too little delivered. The education, the kids here can't get educated. Um, the whole thing's just a mess from the way the streets are kept up. It's 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 an embarrassment. This is an embarrassment as a nation's capital with the beautiful architecture we have and all the beautiful buildings and the parks and all that. It's absolute disgrace. Is somebody going to drill down even to how the uh, political prisoners have been treated? Well, I will tell you that you're correct, that this city is a beautiful city. It's architecture, it's history, you know, it's constitution, um, you know, our nation itself, uh, where the seat of governance is for the most free country in the world, but not for J6 prisoners. You're right. So that's something we're going to have to tackle, too, in my opinion. This is going to have to be step after step after step. Uh, and whether it's going to be through funding, whether it's, uh, you know, the appropriations process to to bring them back onto the right course. But all of this has to be looked at. And Congress is going to have to, in a very strong way, reassert itself into um, the governance of the city of Washington, D.C. Before we let you go, you, you the Congress are going to you're going to get briefed about the spy balloon, all of it, the details of it, the timeline of it. You you anticipate that'll happen in the next couple of days. You'll get you'll get a briefing. Yes, I certainly expect that we will get a briefing, and I want to know. I want to know why in the world we didn't shoot this balloon down before it even hit our shores uh, when it was out on the west coast, uh, out out uh, out to sea. It should have been taken. It should have been taken down then, and not. After it crosses the entire United States, gathering intelligence, and then finally on the eastern seaboard, we shoot it down there. No, you know, we need to know the timeline. What did the president know? When did he know it? What did uh, Secretary of Defense know? When did he know it? And when did this spy balloon pop up? You know, when did our military know that it was there? Yeah, all of this needs to be briefed to Congress. Congressman Clyde, how do people get to you? Uh, you can reach me at, uh, at Clyde.house.gov. That's the official uh, official uh, website. And um, always love to hear from the folks of the Ninth District and and uh, anyone else out there too that, that wants to um, uh, that wants to talk and, and voice their opinion. Well, you're 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 a bi- you're a big favorite of the War Room Posse, Congressman Andrew Clyde, the Ninth District you, of Georgia. Thank you, sir. Honored to have you on here short break. Despite the U.S. blowing through $31.4 trillion debt ceiling in January, the leftist White House still refuses to reduce spending. While our national leadership has buried their heads in the sand, when it comes to fiscal responsibility, it's time to pull yours out. Think about this. To dig our country out of this mountain of debt, every single taxpayer in America would have to write a check for $247,000, and it's only going to get worse. Now would be a great time to diversify into gold with Birch Gold. In times of high uncertainty and instability, gold is king because it's dependable. 
Arch Gold makes it easy to convert an IRA or 401k into an IRA in precious metals. Here's what you need to do. Text Bannon, that's B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898 to claim your free info kit on gold and then talk to one of our precious metals specialists. Protect yourself with gold today by texting Bannon to 989898. That's Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898. With an A-plus rating, with the Better Business Bureau, thousands of happy customers, and countless five-star reviews, you can trust Birch Gold to protect your future. Text Bannon to 989898 today to get your free info kit. Take action. Use your agency. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, cpac.org slash war room. Go there now. Get your ticket. President Trump's going to speak today. I think they released it was Carrie Lake and Lauren Boebert. We know Nikki Haley's going to be there. So President Trump's going to give the big wrap-up speech, I think, on Saturday afternoon before the poll. So we're going to be there. Uh, Real America's Voice. We're going to be broadcasting nonstop. We want the entire posse to come. You get 47 bucks off. Go to cpac.org slash room get your discount today and become a part of this um, event we're going to have a lot of action there a lot of agency we want to see everybody meet everybody greet everybody boris epstein boris they're saying to divert the attention from they knew about this on the 28th and they wanted to hide it from the american people so blinken could go to beijing and kowtow to xi and they could put in the papers how great a relationship we've got now to avoid next Wednesday's hammer drop by Comer on the on the uh, laptop from hell opening day opening salvo, they're now trying to say, "Oh, it happened three times on President Trump's watch." That that's that's actually a lie, isn't it, sir? It is a absolutely cold, stone-hearted, bold-faced lie, and the way that the, the Democrats and the media do this. In, in cahoots with one another, you actually almost have to give them credit. I mean, this is what they're good at, right? And President Trump actually put that out on truth. They're good at stealing elections, rigging and stealing elections, and they're good at disinformation. They literally made it up out of thin air, pun intended, and then spread it around. Everybody who has even the lowest level of intelligence knows that if President Trump knew, was made aware of, had any inkling that there was a spy balloon over the United States of America while he was in office, that thing would be down in a heartbeat. It would be down, in a, as they call it, a New York minute. And you wouldn't be hiding it from the, from the Department of Defense. You wouldn't have to have all this whole long explanation. Shot, boom, done, over. It wouldn't go across the United States maneuvering around. So what happened is Biden, again, embarrassed, and this isn't embarrassed, and it's very important to connect, to connect the dots. No conspiracies, no coincidences. You've got Hunter Biden, who's proven, based on the laptop from hell, proven to have been in business, to be in business with the Chinese Communist Party. Okay? You've got it proven that there are payments being funneled, being funneled from the Chinese energy company, the Hunter, and now and evidently going as rent for the Wilmington House at almost 50000 a month to Joe Biden. Prove it that Joe Biden and Hunter Biden were on, on trips to China when Biden was vice president. And you're telling me all of that has, somehow has no impact on Joe Biden trying to hide the fact that there's a Chinese spy balloon flying across the United States of America, 
from the American people and from the Department of Defense, that is absolutely incredulous. That 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 bends any credulity anybody could have if they have have a brain. It is clear what is happening. We have a compromised, pathetic, hopeless man as the illegitimate, yes, I said illegitimate president of the United States. And his crime family is profiting off America, and we are absolutely being positioned as a weak little brother to the big brother of China. And if that's what Americans want, then keep voting for Biden, his comrades, and, and, and the Democrats. But if you want strength, if you want America being put first, let's get President Trump back in the Oval Office the latest. Jan 2025. It, it, if, 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 if it's shown after these briefings that they knew about it when it crossed the Aleutians on the 28th of January and never even told anybody until forced to because the Billings Gazette guy walked out back, buddy told us a UFO, he took a picture, then they put it out on, on the Internet. Uh, is, uh, would that, if they suppress this in order, as Tom Cotton said, to let Blinken get on the plane without telling the American people about this situation and go to China. Is that, and do you believe that's the level of impeachment, sir? A thousand percent, because take it one step further. The reason they suppressed it is to, is to not get into a confrontation with China, which means they did not want to face up to China on this, which is, to me, effectively treason. The role of the executive is to serve and protect the Constitution and the American people. And if you're allowing a foreign craft, if you're intentionally allowing for it to go across the United States, across the whole continent of the United States, what else do you call that? It is absolutely an impeachable and removable offense. That is a violation of the number one right and duty, number one duty of the chief executive, to protect the people of the United States. Why else would that be it but to kowtow to China? Right? They want Blinken to go have a nice trip. They want him to go have a nice trip, so the Chinese are nice to him. So they are, once again, selling our country down the river to the Chinese Communist Party, and it is unacceptable. Uh, right now, in Ukraine, they're talking about either the defense minister has got his job, he's about to be fired for corruption. Uh, New York Times just reported right when we came on that the troops around Bakhmut in the east are, are beaten, tired, cold. No food, no no heat, no electricity. Uh, what's your latest assessment of Ukraine, sir? I thought I thought we gained tanks and we're going to go liberate Crimea. My assessment continues to be consistent from just about a year ago to the day. This was a huge mistake by Vladimir Putin to go in, and it is a huge mistake for the United States of America to now effectively be engaged in a hot war in Eastern Europe because Eastern, that region... If you go back hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years, that region is not one that you want to throw powder into. And that is exactly what we're doing. Well, that is exactly what we're, do we're doing. By sending tanks, by sending ammunition, by sending money, by, by funding this war, we are prolonging this war. What needs to happen is some sort of resolution. This has to come to an end, and then the, the world has to be able to move on. Because the parallels that are being drawn by the, by the war hawks, by the warmongers, are very scary. They're talking about World War III, Kasparov was last week. They're talking about the American Civil War. These are not events that we want to repeat. And definitely not events that while our country, 
Our country cannot defend itself from a balloon. Do we want to be funding and sending, let's, let's be all honest with each other, sending, quote unquote, instructors, but sending men and women to fight halfway around the world. That is unacceptable. It is not putting America first. And it is another catastrophic reason, catastrophic effect of having an illegitimate president and a stolen election. Boris, how do people get to you on social media? What are your coordinates? Steve, thank you so much for having me. It's an honor to be with you, honor to be with the posse. These are vital days. My information, hot on BorisCP.com. BorisCP.com, sign up right now. Hot on Getter at BorisCP. On Twitter at BorisCP. Hot on Truth Social at Boris, the hottest on the ground. Boris underscore Epstein. Stay strong. God bless. And always, America first. Thank you. I want to go to Jack Posobiec. Jack, you're probably as dialed in as things happen around the White House and the national security side as anybody. Um, tell me, Ron Klain announces he's leaving. Next thing you know, you have total chaos. Did this? Did they actually track this? Did they actually have knowledge of this on the 28th of January, sir, and not tell anybody? Steve, that's exactly right. The White House knew about this. The Department of Defense knew about this. Our officials knew about this. Canada knew about this. Justin Trudeau knew about this. Uh, this is something that was kept as a secret from the American people because, of course, they saw this thing. And you can go look at the, some of the new assessments. There was just a back brief by a Pentagon official later today that the size and the scope of this weapons platform, or I should say spying platform, uh, is much larger than I think people realize. 200 feet high. Uh, the payload was as large as a Skyliner. And the fact of the matter is that the Pentagon is now saying that this may have had explosives on it, explosives flying over that were allowed to fly over American houses, allowed to fly over American military installations um, for the potential of self-destruction. But the amount of explosives you'd need for something that large would be quite considerable. So we're talking about potentially, um, a, potentially a weapons platform. That's what the Pentagon is saying something that could have done actual damage to people. And this thing flew over, Steve. It flew over the Aleutian Islands. It flew over the Yukon. It flew over Alaska. These are areas, even by the time it got to where people could find it, it was only, remember, go back to the timeline. It was only because of the good people of Billings, Montana, the deplorables out there who looked up one day over their backyards, over their ranches, and they said there's something in the sky that doesn't look right and our government is lying to us. That's why they had to come clean and for no other reason. Jack, it, it, it maneuvered around the Air Force Base in the, in the ICBM field for a day or two, did it not, sir? For at least we've seen from that blue, from, from the analysis that was done with, that, uh, with the blue tracer, Correct. I would say that's that's currently something that's being considered, that's under investigation. We're not entirely sure if it was being blown around or if it had its own self-propulsion or some sort of um, minimal propulsive type of you know, type of, of thrusters or some kind of rockets or something like that on it. We, we honestly just don't know. We honestly just don't know at this point. And because it was taken down at sea in a place where it's not recoverable, at a place where we were not able to even gather information based on the remnants of this thing when it was taken down, that we're not able to find out. But the bottom line, Steve, is that for people saying this thing was jammed, for people saying that this thing was uh, is prevented from collecting any information, that's just a lie. I mean, it's a lie on top of all the other lies that we've seen in terms of this because we know this thing was not followed. It was not shadowed for its entire 
trajectory. And so we don't know quite how long it operated before it was able to be jammed. Or And even then, when the jamming did come or when some of these electronic warfare Air Force platforms were able to go up, that if this thing has burst transmission, obviously they were not there for 100% of the trip. So it was certainly able to send signals back. And we don't even know what type of signals, whether it was going after, um, obviously military would be your, your top priority, but think of commercial, think of personal, think of cell phone traffic, et cetera, different things this thing would be able to suck up like a vacuum. Jack, can you hang on one second? You can't get a better analysis of the Third World War in real time than the Human Events Daily with Jack Basovic every night at 10 o'clock and on all the social media. Jack, just hang with me. Short break. Jack Basovic on the other side. Kevin McCarthy's about to step to the microphone and tell us about the dead ceiling. We're going to cover it all, wall to wall, only in the war room. Friends, you have to be blind not to see what's going on around the world. We're facing worldwide chaos on a whole new level. And it could all hit home really quickly in the form of food shortages, not to mention sky-high prices for basic groceries. That's why so many people are stocking up on emergency food right now. This food stays fresh in long-term storage, so it's ready when you need it. My Patriot Supply is the nation's largest preparedness company, and right now they're knocking 200 bucks off their three-month emergency food kit. That's $200. Just go to preparewithbannon.com. That's preparewithbannon.com to get this kit. Your kit comes packed with delicious breakfasts, lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks. Enough to feed one person for three solid months. Be sure to get one kit per person in your family so you don't run out. You'll save $200 per kit by going to preparewithbannon.com, preparewithbannon.com. My Patriot Supply wants to make it affordable for you to protect your family. So don't delay. You get free shipping also. Go to preparewithbannon.com, preparewithbannon.com. Take action. Do it today. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, welcome back to The War Room, Real America's Voice. Uh, we're going to momentarily go, as soon as Kevin McCarthy steps to the microphone in the Capitol and starts talking about the debt ceiling, we'll jump there. We've got Jack Basovic from Human Events Daily, a guy, intelligence officer, intelligence officer. Jack, we're going to bounce for a second, but i got a question. Given your intel background, uh, is there, isn't it odd that Millie and these guys are saying, I, we only knew about this, awesome, we only, we only knew about this on the first. In fact, we had this huge conference call from Manila with Austin's over in the bases, when we know for a fact it came across the Aleutians as early as the twenty or as late as the twenty eighth, maybe even earlier, does that strike you as odd, sir? They're they're just gaslighting uh, from so many levels at this point. Look, we know that China has tested hypersonic missiles with balloons as a weapons platform in the past, as as early as uh, 2018. They were testing this for their hypersonics for a platform. We also know that this clearly would have been within the United States air defense and identification zone, which travel traverses all the way across the Aleutian Islands, all the way around Alaska. And by the way, to, to your earlier point there. I don't I don't deny for a second or I completely believe that if General Milley found out about any now, certainly I don't think that any of this anything on this scale occurred during the Trump administration. But if there were or smaller scale, if there were smaller scale nibbles uh, probing that was done under the Trump administration, whether it be balloon, whether it be by small boat, I would obviously believe that Milley would clearly have kept that from President Trump. That's actually what we're hearing. He didn't want that brief to the White House. 
Jack, real quickly, what's your social media? We're going to jump to McCarthy. How do people track you down and find uh, sure, Human Events Daily? Sure, it's at Jack Daily. and the show is Human Events Daily. We're up every day. We're up on this past Sunday with uh, our favorite, Raheem Kassam. The uh, best analysis of the Third World War. Thank you, sir. Appreciate it. Let's go live now to the Capitol, Kevin McCarthy. ...than it has been at any time since World War II. If we continue down this path, in the next 10 years, we will spend over $8 trillion just on interest. That's more than the entire federal budget this year by a lot. That is neither affordable nor sustainable. When debt is too high, inflation is the result. That is where we are today. Inflation has exploded. Mortgage rates have doubled. Working Americans, after inflation and taxes, have gotten a pay cut. And eggs, a staple of America's breakfast, have gone from a cheap source of protein to a luxury good. Like many Americans, you may be wondering, how did we get here? Yes, our nation has taken on debt for most of its history, but the last few years have been different. Washington fell for a financial fad, a fiscal fraud, that the national debt doesn't matter, that money can always be created out of thin air to pay for it, and that the solution to higher prices is higher taxes. For years, we've watched as Democrats in Congress spent your hard-earned tax dollars like the dollars were imaginary. Thanks to four years of runaway spending by the Democrats, they increased annual discretionary spending by $400 billion. That's a 30% increase in just four years. They took our nation's credit card, spent like crazy, and left us in deep debt. But not once did they seek or accept any responsibility. Instead, they doubled down. In 2021, Democrats passed the largest debt limit increase in American history. Then they maxed our nation's credit cards again just 13 months later. Now, President Biden wants Congress to raise the debt limit yet again without a single sensible change to how government spends your hard-earned money. None. Does that sound responsible to you? Now, if you had teenagers and they spent past the limit on a credit card, yes, you pay for it. But, now this is important, you don't allow their bad spending habits to continue. You change their behavior so it never happens again. You teach them to be sensible, responsible, and accountable adults. Well, I think I speak for most Americans when I say, it's time for Washington to change its behavior and act like adults. 90 days ago, the American people chose to give Republicans power in the House of Representatives because we are committed to finding solutions that curb inflation. At its source, wasteful Washington spending. We are already changing the behavior of this government. The runaway spending of the last few years, it's over. Now we must return Washington to a basic truth. Debt matters.
The debt limit is one of the most important opportunities Congress has to change course. How will we respond to determine what happens to our children and to their children in coming years and decades? The choice is clear. We can have reckless spending or we can have responsibility. We cannot have both. We can leave our children a future with higher inflation, higher interest rates, and crushing debt, or we can leave them free to pursue happiness as God intended. What Americans want and what Republicans are fighting for is a responsible debt limit increase that puts us on a path towards a healthier economy. We will curve wasteful Washington spending to reduce inflation and return our government to fiscal sanity. We will preserve our ability to defend this nation against threats abroad. Cuts to Medicare and Social Security, they are off the table. Defaulting on our debt is not an option. But neither is a future of higher taxes, higher interest rates, and an economy that doesn't work for working Americans. Debt limit debates have been used for nearly every successful attempt to reform federal spending in living history. Why? Because the problem only gets solved when both parties come to the table. But don't just take my word for it. Here's what then-Vice President Biden said when he negotiated a debt limit increase with House Republicans in 2011. You can't govern without negotiating, he said. Those are his words. That's what his sensible standard. And House Republicans are following it now. Mr. President, it's time to get to work. Surely we both agree that the national debt is too high. Surely we both agree that inflation hurts American families. Surely we can trim waste and streamline programs to make them both stronger and more efficient. So let's do this. As a senator, you voted against raising the debt ceiling, Mr. President. To quote your words, your vote in 2004 was a protest of the policies that have brought us to a point and a demand that we change course. We need a different approach. No drawing lines in the sand or saying it's my way or the highway. No policy gimmicks or political games. But most of all, no blank checks for runaway spending. Just sensible, responsible solutions to our growing national debt. Now here are mine. First, we will continue to sit down and negotiate just as President Biden did in the past. Second, we must commit to finding common ground on a responsible debt limit increase. Finding compromise is exactly how governing in America is supposed to work, and exactly what the American people voted for just three months ago. Third, we must move towards a balanced budget and insist on genuine accountability for every dollar we spend. Future generations deserve nothing less. A responsible debt limit increase that begins to eliminate wasteful Washington spending 
and puts us on a path towards a balanced budget is not only the right place to start, it's the only place to start. My fellow Americans, I cannot stand still in the face of a growing national debt and diminishing economic opportunities. My colleagues and I in Congress were elected at this moment in time to restore your voice in Washington and to deliver the bright future you want, need, and deserve, not only for you, but for your children and their children. We will not let you down. Mr. President, congressional Republicans are ready to act, to save our country, and to make America stronger. I hope you will join us. Thank you, and God bless. Okay, here we are. That was uh, Kevin McCarthy on a um, a brief talk about the debt ceiling. Of course, he started off with uh, the purchase of Chinese land and the purchase of that, and he also started off with uh, invasion on the southern border. Here's the great news. Now I'm talking to the creditor, the chair, the chair of the creditors committee, and that would be the Warren Posse. We have to dig in uh, here, and we have to help uh, Speaker McCarthy be the great speaker that he can be. And the way we do that is we are the dead enders. How about this? Not one penny increase to the debt ceiling. No, they figure out a way to get to the balanced budget over, let's say 10 years. Okay. And we do the prioritization of payments. Now we pay, we pay the interest payments. We pay the debt. We pay any notes that come due. Uh, we pay Medicare and Social Security, and then we prioritize the payments. Look, we, it's going to be, I think it's projected to be $5 trillion. What Speaker McCarthy has to do now, by the way, I thought it was a very good tee-off speech, and what I really liked about it, he did it, he he, he big-footed uh, Biden's State of the Union, because this is what everybody will be talking about now, that he big-footed uh, Biden's um, you know State of the Union. Here's what he needs to do. He needs to hammer and say, look, we're not going to get into these negotiations until you give us the financial model. You have to come forward to the American people and actually explain mathematically Janet Yellen's uh, her letter that they sent me that said June 5th is when we run out of cash. Also, Yellen's been wandering around. If you go up on my Getter page right now, she's been wandering around saying the United States have to pay all their bills. Is this kind of loose talk? What's a bill? We're talking, we're talking about the credit worthiness. We're talking about paying debt, baby. We're talking about paying the interest in the face amount of notes that, we, that are coming due. Okay, not bills. Bills are, you know, they run up trillions of dollars of bills every year. Hey, you can stretch out vendors. People do it. You ever done that in your personal life? Ever stretch out anybody? You got a business? You ever made the uh, accounts payable a permanent part of the capital table? Folks do that all the time. So this loose talk's got to stop. The way to stop the loose talk is to get to get the financial model. But Kevin McCarthy kind of, you know, they had the meeting last week and Biden, these guys, and they're all rubbing up on each other here on MSM. We see the relationship. It's so good. McCarthy came out and said, hey, we are not under no circumstances doing a, a clean debt ceiling, right? A, a increase to the debt ceiling, a clean bill. No way. Impossible. Not going to happen. And they continue to whine about it. They continue to cry about it. They continue to lie about it. You got to pay your past bills. You're going to jeopardize the full faith and credit where there's no, we're not. And here's why we're not. The deplorables are in charge of the creditors committee. They are the full faith and credit of the United States. 
Short commercial break. More analysis and observations. Speaker of the House, Kevin McCarthy, throwing down on Biden. We're prepared to negotiate, but it's going to be a negotiation. All next in the war room. In Joe Biden's America, criminals are exalted and the police are condemned. Sad to say, but you need to be prepared and properly trained to defend yourself and to defend your family. Thankfully, there's iTarget Pro. This revolutionary system allows you to dry fire practice with your actual firearm anytime in the safety and privacy of your own home. No more inconvenient trips to the range. And with inflation causing the price of ammo to skyrocket, you save a ton of money. Just download iTarget's proprietary app, load the laser bullet into your firearm, and start your training experience. iTarget will help you develop muscle memory, sharpen target reaction speed, sight alignment, trigger function, and more. iTarget Pro comes in all the major calibers, so you can stay sharp with almost any firearm. Go to iTargetPro.com right now and save 10% plus. Get free shipping with the offer code Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N. All one word. This makes a great gift for Father's Day and is less expensive than a few hours at the range. That's the letter itargetpro.com. That's itargetpro.com. Offer code Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N. New social media taking on big tech, protecting free speech, and canceling cancel culture. Join the marketplace of ideas. The platform for independent thought has arrived. Superior technology. No more selling your personal data. No more censorship. No more cancel culture. Enough. Getter has arrived. It's time to say what you want the way you want. Download now. Okay. Uh, Getter, we're up there 24-7. Pasobic's up there. Cortez is up there. Navarro's up there. All of us, all the uh, contributors, we got the... Uh, Tomorrow night, we're actually be doing a live stream during the uh, State of the Union. Get commentary, observations, pull other people in. Uh, make sure you can hear it all. McCarthy's uh, shot across the bow right here. Remember, he said Social Security and, of course, Medicare off the table because they're trying to demonize this right now. Look, they understand it's a massive point of leverage. And that's why you see every excuse. They're throwing their toys out of the pram right now. Oh, you got to pay your pass bills. That's all this. You know, they say that every time. And then they run it up another $5 trillion. This is going to be so highly negotiated. And our position, the creditor committee position right now, is not one penny increase to the debt ceiling. You can do everything you need to and keep it exactly where it is. Keep that leverage right over them. It's the only thing they understand. The only thing they understand is smash mouth. You give these people an inch, they're going to take a mile and bury you even more. They're not even talking about. And one of the things we have to include in this negotiation is the Federal Reserve. No congressional authority over this at all. They added trillions of dollars during the, during the pandemic. They added $1 trillion with just boom, just decided you know overnight their own decision. Boom, here you go, trillion dollars. They're sitting over there right now with a trillion dollar loss in their balance sheet that you've got to pay off. It's got to be added now. Back to the national debt because it's going to be a big part of the deficit. One of the reasons the deficits have exploded, but they're, 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 they've been um, taken down by at least 50, maybe $100 billion a year, is that they've been making money with zero interest rates on the notes and kicking in, I don't know, $50 billion a year, right? Kind of a rounding error right now, but at least something. Now they're sitting, Mercatus tells us they're <laughs> sitting on a trillion-dollar loss. It's out of control. It's out of control because this is how the administrative state 
pays for itself and it has it, how it pays its puppet masters and its paymasters by using the Federal Reserve to basically increase asset values. And this is why you've had the concentration of wealth in this nation. And oh, by the way, this is the reason the concentration of wealth around the hedge funds and others, the oligarchs, as I refer to them, this is you have the Cokes over the weekend at this big soiree they had out in Palm Springs. Trump's the enemy that we're going we're to get into the primary and we're going to defeat Trump. Okay, we don't care how much money we spend. The biggest oligarchs, the Cokes. You got uh, you got Ken Griffin. You've got uh, you've got Schwartzman. You have Singer. Uh, you have that entire crew. Right. They're all sitting there. Anybody but Trump. And anybody. The reason is they don't like you being the credits committee. They don't want you to have a say so. They don't like what you've got to say. And listen, because of the five days that changed the direction of the country that you had to back on the Andy Clydes of the world, the 20 and particularly the magnificent six. This is why we're even here today with starting these investigations this week with even having a tough debt negotiation. Remember, McConnell wanted to stick it into the bill. Uh, on the omnibus bill, if they thought they could get away with it, they were talking about putting the debt ceiling in there. Why? So they just increase it in their sponsors, uh, their, the lobbyists, uh, their corporate paymasters from Sequoia Capital all the way to the global corporations. They get a payday and you end up paying for it. Those days are over. And that's why this has to be a very tough negotiation. But the first thing we have to see is show us their financial model so we know what we're dealing with. Janet Yellen, every time she opens her lips, she's lying. It's just a lie. Show me it's June 5th. I will guarantee you, guarantee you that it ain't the 5th of June, that that's what the letter says. Well, then show me. Show me the model. We're big boys and girls. People do this for a living. This happens all the time. Reorganizations, restructurings, restructurings, bankruptcies, because that's what this is. It's essentially a bankruptcy, except... The uh, the bankrupt entity's got this special magic machine over there. You just continue to print fiat currency, a currency that's been what uh, degraded ninety percent, devalued ninety percent since we went off the gold standard. Hey, just saying, India, China, Iran—they're buying gold. Saudi Arabia buying gold as fast as they can buy it. Just saying. So no, very good introductory speech. It's, it, I think his heart's kind of getting into it now more and more. Prepared to uh, prepare to uh, negotiate. First thing, Biden says no negotiation, clean debts, clean lift to the debt ceiling, or nothing. Now here's the thing, and then get them to get the financial model. You make them edge off just a iota of that. That's a loss. Then they're done, and they know that they've put themselves into an untenable corner. That even the American people, that most have very little understanding of this, and it's not their fault. It's because it's kept from them. It's obscured from them. That they won't support. They're going. Hey, you're going to have to negotiate. And I think uh, I think McCarthy did a good job day of the opening salvo, kind of lay it out: Social Security and Medicare off the table. But we have to have a balanced budget, and we have to have cuts. The one thing I would hope he say about the credit card: cut the credit card up. If you got a teenager that's out of control and you see the thing, you're going to pay the bill. Hey, well, I'll talk about paying the bill, but you got to get to work and help pay it. And number two, we're cutting this thing up. The debt ceiling is going to be a massive, massive issue. And it gets into, you know, this, this whole, uh, the whole thing with China, the CCP. You're paying $840 billion and you don't even have a system that, that warned you early enough? No, you're not going to find that. You're going to find that the system warned them about it immediately. 
is they made a conscious decision to hide this from the American people so that Blinken could get on a plane, so he could go to Beijing for a previously scheduled meeting to kowtow as a tributary state to, to Xi, to have the, the Monday papers and the Tuesday papers say, this is just amazing, this is just incredible. After the State of the Union, Biden be able to sit there, Tony Blinken's in, in Beijing, and I can report that she says our relationship's back on track. The evil Trump is gone. The evil Navarro and Bannon and Pompeo, all these guys, the evil ones are gone, and we're rubbing up on each other. And, you know, it's all peace in the valley to get ahead of the Hunter Biden laptop from hell. We see the compromise and you see the perversion of Hunter Biden, who was raised by a pack of wild dogs. Yes, that would be Dr. Jill Biden and, and uh, the guy that refers to himself as the president, the illegitimate president. Okay, 6 o'clock, Robin Kerner uh, is going to join us from Brownstone. Got an amazing analysis about the, guess what, wait for it, the unvaccinated were right analytically. We're going to open with a, a, a little clip from Scott Adams. We got Joe Allen here and also major news out of Arizona from Abe Hamaday about what exactly is going on in his race. It's tightening. It's now 200 votes. I think I see a victory there for Hamaday if we keep pressing on. Short commercial break. Back with the second hour of the War Room. Just a moment. War Room Posse, you already know free speech is under constant attack by the swamp and their big tech allies. They resell your communications and personal data while lecturing and laughing at you. I've got the solution. Unplug Systems, a secure communications company, has an app suite you can install on any Android phone, including its own uncancelable app store, VPN, antivirus, and highly encrypted messenger better than Wicker, Signal, Telegram, or anything else. None of your message or VPN traffic is stored, analyzed, or sold. Claim your security for only $10 a month. Go to their website, unplugged.com. That's unplugged.com slash warroom to install the Unplugged suite. It's secure. It's private. It's the way we stay connected and informed. Get it now. Take action, action, action. Use your agency. Folks, let me tell you about Soul Tea. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code WARROOM at checkout to save 67%. And do it again. WARROOM HEALTH, all one word, WARROOMHEALTH.COM. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there. Do it today. Check it out. 